Good morning and welcome. Please stand and join in singing hymn 362. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and blessed be his kingdom now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen.
with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Set us free, O God, from the bondage of our sins, and give us the liberty of that abundant life which you have made known to us in your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Please be seated for the readings. A reading from the book of Isaiah. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lofty, and the hem of his robe filled the temple. Seraphs were in attendance above him, each had six wings. With two they covered their faces, and with two they covered their feet and with two they flew. And one called to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. The pivots on the thresholds shook at the voices of those who called. And the house filled with smoke. And I said, Woe is me. I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips. And I live among a people of unclean lips. And yet my eyes have seen the king, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphs flew to me, holding a live coal that had been taken from the altar with a pair of tongs. The seraph touched my mouth with it and said, Now that this has touched your lips, your guilt has departed, and your sin is blotted out. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who? will go for us. And I said, Here I am. Send me. And he said, Go and say that to this people. Keep listening, but do not comprehend. Keep looking, but do not understand. Make the mind of this people dull, and stop their ears and shut their eyes, so that they may not look with their eyes and listen with their ears and comprehend with their minds and turn and be healed. Then I said, how long, O Lord? And he said, until cities lie waste without inhabitant and houses without people, and the land is utterly desolate until the Lord sends everyone far away and vast is the emptiness in the midst of the land. Even if a tenth part of it remain, it will be burned again. Like a tenebrith, or an oak whose stump remains standing when it is felled. The holy seed is its stump. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We will say the psalm together in unison. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, with my whole heart. Before the gods, I will sing your praise. I will bow down toward your holy temple and praise your name because of your love and faithfulness. For you have glorified your name and your word above all things. When I call, you answered me. You increased my strength within me. All the kings of the earth will praise you, O Lord. When they have heard the words of your mouth, they will sing of the ways of the Lord, that great is the glory of the Lord. Though the Lord be high, he cares for the lowly. He perceives the haughty from afar. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you keep me safe. You stretch forth your hand against the fury of my enemies. Your right hand shall save me. The Lord will make good his purpose for me. O Lord, your love endures forever. Do not abandon the works of your hands. A reading from Paul's first letter to the church in Corinth. Now I would remind you, brothers and sisters, of the good news that I proclaim to you which you in turn received, in which you also, also you stand, through which also you are being saved, if you hold firmly to the message that I proclaim to you, 
unless you have come to believe in vain. For I handed on to you, as of first importance, what I in turn had received, that Christ had died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. Then he appeared to more than 500 brothers and sisters at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have died. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. Last of all, as to one untimely born, he appeared also to me. For I am the least of the apostles, unfit to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace toward me has not been in vain. On the contrary, I worked harder than any of them, though it was not I, but the grace of God that is with me. Whether then it was I or they, so we proclaim, and so you have come to believe. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our gospel hymn this morning is hymn 706, found in the blue hymnals. We'll sing the first two verses prior to the reading of the gospel, the third verse after. Please stand and join in singing hymn 706. of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Once while Jesus was standing beside the lake of Gennesaret, and the crowd was pressing in on him to hear the word of God, he saw two boats there at the shore of the lake. The fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little way from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep water and let down your net for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we have worked all night long but have caught nothing. Yet, if you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done this, they caught so many fish that their nets were beginning to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats, so they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For he and all who were with him were amazed at the catch of fish that they had taken. And so also were James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. Then Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will be catching people. When they had brought their boats to shore, they left everything and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ.
In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. On Route 9 in Chestnut Hill, Massachusetts, which is just sort of slightly, I think, north of Boston, there is a mall built not in suburban Boston, but almost literally right in the urban part of the outer city. And this mall was built on, I swear, every square inch of available space that they could build on leaving absolutely no room for cars. So the solution to that problem, so that they had as much retail space as possible, is all the parking was provided by an underground parking garage. Now on any given day, if you wanted to go to the Atrium Mall, you had to expect to spend a good amount of time kind of waiting in line as you're going into the garage. Because there's something about human nature. Everyone wants to park on the first level of a parking garage. And so it never failed. There could be 10 cars, 20 cars, 30 cars behind somebody. And they would stop traffic and hold it up, trying to squeeze their car into some spot that was probably way too small for the car. But they would do it because they were in Boston, and with parallel parking, you, only, you always found the spot with only maybe an inch or two at either end. Or they would come to a sudden halt when they saw a family coming across the parking lot to get into their car and wait with everybody else behind them for the family to get into the car, back up and pull out so they could take that space. But what was interesting about that garage is if you dared to travel beyond the first two levels to the lower two levels, you could almost always be guaranteed an abundance of parking. It was such a phenomenon that one day a parishioner at the church where I was working said to me, there's got to be a sermon in this. Somehow about going deeper to the abundance of parking down below. Well, folks, today is the day that we have found that sermon. Because today is, from my read of the gospel, about going deeper with God. Going to that space where we are uncomfortable. Being called to something new that is somehow just beyond what we feel our reach is. Because if we look at the gospel that we just heard and think through that story, this is exactly what's happening with Simon Peter, John, and Andrew. Jesus has come to the shores of Gennesaret, which is another name for the shores of Galilee. And after they have spent their morning fishing. They are now on the shore, folding up their nets and getting them ready for the next day, while a crowd is gathering and waiting to hear what Jesus has to say. We don't know what Jesus talked about that morning. But what we do know is after he was done speaking, he called to Simon Peter and said, go out to the deep and cast your net again. Now in my mind's eye, I imagine that going out to fish in the deep was not something that Peter normally did. Going out to the deeper water meant going out to that space where if a storm suddenly rises up, it could be a place from which it would be very hard to row your boat back to shore. Going out to the deep met, casting your net in waters that may be beyond the depth of your net so it doesn't scrape across the bottom to pull the fish in towards the boat. Going into the deep meant going into waters that if one fell out of the boat, couldn't easily swim back to shore. So Jesus calling Peter to row to the deep 
to cast his net was inviting Peter to go where it felt unsafe. Not only does Jesus call Peter to the deep water where it feels unsafe, Jesus calls Peter to the deep water when Peter is tired. He had been up all morning fishing for very little return. He had sat and listened as Jesus taught. And now it was definitely time to go home to put his feet up and to wait for dinner. But Jesus calls him anyway to go to the deep water. Just like God calls us each and every day to go to that place that may feel unsafe, to go to that place that is just somehow beyond our comfort zone, and to serve. What is it in your life today that you feel God calling you towards, but like Peter is saying, no, I'm tired. I don't want to go there. The day is over. And God is keep nagging you, saying, come, follow me. Trust in me. So oftentimes when I preach this passage, I use the example of teaching beginner swimmers about how to jump into the deep water. How after a week of teaching them basic skills in the shallow end, there comes that day, that fateful day in week two when we travel up to the diving board. When I would dive into the water while my assistant helped them up to the diving board and from below them would yell, Jump! I'll catch you! And how many of us are like the timid one that looks below and realizes, my feet don't touch. Can I really trust that lifeguard to carry me to the side? Do I have the ability to swim? And the only way they find out and discover the elation of swimming in the deep end is when they finally let caution go and jump into the strong arms of the instructor and then guided back to the wall. This is akin also to the call of God, the call to go into that place that feels unsafe. And as we read today's story to the end, what we realize, when we answer that call, what do we find? We find assurance in the grace of God, but we find something greater. We find abundance, that abundance of life and love and wholeness that we seek. And we also find where God calls us for our next step. Let us go and follow Jesus to the deep water. Let us trust by saying yes. And know that if we follow that call, we will reap an abundance of the fruits of the kingdom of God. Amen. Please stand and join me in affirming our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of all things, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again, 
in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Sisters and brothers, wholeheartedly give thanks to the Lord, trusting in our great creator. Let us pray. Ever-living God, inspire us with new life. Inspire, inspire us, us with, with your, your light. light. Bless the people of this congregation, O lover of souls. Call us to be greater devotion and service. Fan the flames of the Holy Spirit within us, that we might be set ablaze and with fire of your love. Ever-living God, inspire us with new life. Inspire, inspire us with, with your, your light. Make known your ways of justice and truth, almighty God. Bring the powers of this world to their knees and establish your kingdom of peace on earth. Ever-living God, inspire us with new life. Inspire us with your light. Loving creator, do not abandon the works of your hands. Sustain this planet and all its creatures. Give us creative minds and generous hearts as we live and move with your creation. Ever-living God, inspire us with new life. Inspire, inspire us, us with, with your, your light. light. We thank you for the communities in which we live and work and worship. Make us witnesses of your love and faithfulness. I invite you all to add your thanksgiving. Ever-living God, inspire us with new life. Inspire us with your light. O Lord, you care for the lowly. You hear our cries for mercy. You increase the strength of the weak. We offer our prayers for those in need of your healing and your grace. I invite you all to add your petitions. In our parish cycle of prayer, we pay, play, pray especially for Alice, Allison Bateson Tupin, Anthony and Sue Trevella, and Shirley Toole. In our diocesan cycle of prayer, we pray for the Church of the Beloved Pascog. Ever living God, inspire us with new life. Inspire, inspire us, us with, with your, your light. light. Gracious God, your love endures forever. And so we pray for those who have died, especially Alberigo, Romeo, trusting them to your everlasting care. Ever-living God, inspire us with new life. Inspire, inspire us, us with, with your, your light. light. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, 
Have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways. To the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Please stand. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Let us greet one another with a sign of Christ's love for us. Peace be with you. Peace. Please be seated. And at this time, I invite anyone who's had a birthday or anniversary in January or will this month in February to please come forward. So it says birthdays on this side and birthdays or anniversary. Anniversary. Finally, is it a February anniversary? January. January. It's like it's February. Isn't there supposed to be a ton of anniversaries this month? I don't know. All right. The Lord be with you. O oh God, our times are in your hand. Look with favor, we pray, upon your servants as they begin another year. Grant that they may grow in wisdom and grace. Strengthen their trust in your goodness all the days of their lives. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And for those who are having anniversaries, O oh God, you have so consecrated the covenant of marriage that in it is represented the spiritual unity between Christ and his church. Send forth your continued blessing upon these, your servants, that they may continue to so love, honor, and cherish each other in faithfulness and patience, in wisdom and true godliness, that their home may be a haven of blessing and peace, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Congratulations and happy birthday. <laughs> So I have a handful of announcements. First of all, a reminder, next week, thanks to the planning of the vestry, our annual meeting will take place next week. It, the service will be at 9 o'clock. The meeting will take place immediately after at approximately 10 o'clock. It will be on both Zoom and here in the church. For those who wish to just Zoom in for the meeting but don't want to be on Zoom for two hours. You are invited to Zoom in right around 10 o'clock as we begin the business portion of the meeting. During the service next week, usually I give my report and address to the congregation. We will not have a homily at the homily time, and I will make my homily part of the annual meeting so everyone can hear it together. Um, I do encourage everyone, no matter where you are, whether you're local or at that point um, off to someplace warmer or different, to, if you can, zoom in with us, greatly appreciate it. This is a chance to celebrate all that we've accomplished in the last year and talk a little bit about where we're heading in the year to come. So um, please join us. And finally, we also at this time will be electing new members to the vestry. And this year's new members will be Jane Purini and Shelley LaCurse. I almost forgot Shelley's name, but she's right there in front of me. And Robert Knox will be continuing on as a vestry member. Earlier this morning, because um, one of our outgoing members is um, leaving for warmer climates next week and won't be able to be with us at all, we recognized our two outgoing vestry members. The first one was Susan Palmer, who gave just over six years of service to the vestry, and we thanked her for her quiet um, foundation of spirituality and determination through times of good and bad here at the parish and how she just was that wonderful sense of calm and foundation for us. We also said thank you to Ann Capeza, who was with us for three years, and we thanked her, one, for her greatest gift, which is her overabundance of positive energy, and also for how she has helped this rector over the last three years in the vestry be, help us be more transparent with our staff with um, policies that we have needed for years as well as ways of um, recognizing achievement and evaluating how staff is doing um, on a regular basis. 
And so she also served as our clerk and took wonderful minutes. So we thanked her as well. Next week, as part of our um, meeting, we will thank many others, especially those who work tirelessly kind of in the shadows of our life together. So we will take time to recognize those people as well. Also in our announcements, there is sign up for flowers through the end of June. If you would like to have flowers in memory or Thanksgiving, please take a moment to either put it down on the chart or there is a piece of paper in your bulletin to sign up and send that into the office or you can just call it in whatever works best for you. Um, but we are starting to fill up through June, which is wonderful. We've got a couple more dates left, so take a moment, check the chart. Also, in the back, there is an announcement. We're having a celebration of life for John O'Hara that will take place, I think it's on March 19th, which would be the eve of his 101st birthday. John um, was well known around here for his work with veterans, he being a World War II veteran, and the teaching about World War II that he did throughout our community and the state. Uh, because of COVID last year when he passed away just shy of his 100th birthday, uh, we had to delay the service. So it will take place on the 19th here at St. Peter's with military honors immediately following the service and weather permitting um, refreshments on the lawn. Also, looking forward, if you haven't already circled your calendar, we have some really wonderful events coming up. This week we announced that there will be a course entitled Teach Us to Pray with Mother Eileen Lindemann. It will be an opportunity to experience and learn about different forms of contemplative prayer. So it'll include centering prayer, it will include praying with icons, um, Lectio Divina, and other forms that you may have heard about but don't know how to utilize uh, on your own or in your daily life. So we'll give everyone an opportunity in a workshop style uh, four-week course here on Tuesday evening starting at 7 p.m. And it will be only in person because it is an experiential program. But we will be using this whole space and she plans to use this whole space for different stations of for different types of prayer as we move on. So people will be spread out. Signups begin this week. Um, that'll be available through Eventbrite, which um, the link will be put in on our um, ENET and will also be available through um, Facebook um, in the coming days. Also this week, our Bible studies at Wednesday at noon. We are still traveling through the book of Acts. And our Thursday evening, 7 p.m., we are in the midst of the seventh chapter of the Gospel of Luke. And then finally, uh, Lent begins March 2nd. That's Ash Wednesday. We will have two services of Holy Eucharist with imposition of ashes at 12 p.m. and again at 7 p.m. So those are my announcements at this time. Are there any other announcements for the good of the order? Walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us an offering and sacrifice to God.
of your hearts. We live and to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, because in the mystery of the word made flesh, you have caused a new light to shine in our hearts, to give the knowledge of your glory in the face of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Therefore, we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. and love which you've made known to us in creation, in the calling of Israel to be your people, in your words spoken through the prophets. Delivered us from evil and made us worthy to stand before you. In him you have brought us out of error into truth, out of sin into righteousness, out of death into life. On the night before he died for us, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread. And when he'd given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, according to his command, O Father, we remember his death, we proclaim his resurrection, we await his coming in glory, and we offer our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving to you, O Lord of all, presenting to you from your creation this bread and this wine. We pray you, gracious God, to send your Holy Spirit upon these gifts, that they may be the sacrament of the body of Christ and his blood of the new covenant. Unite us to your Son in his sacrifice, that we may be acceptable through him being sanctified by the Holy Spirit. In the fullness of time, put all things in subjection under your Christ, and bring us to that heavenly country where with the blessed Virgin Mary and Peter our patron and all your saints we may enter the everlasting heritage of your sons and daughters through Jesus Christ our Lord, the firstborn of all creation, the head of the church, and the author of our salvation. By him, and with him, and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, almighty Father, now and forever. 
Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Alleluia, Christ, our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Alleluia. The gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. The body of Eternal God, Heavenly Father, you have graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and you have fed us with spiritual food in the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Peace of God, which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God 
and of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. Let us stand and sing hymn 535, found in the blue hymnals. to God.
really ham on, on uh, <laughs> ham. ham. <laughs>